0: neat having things growing and living and thriving all around we even have a a deer yeah a doe that has made our neighborhood kind of her little hangout spot she walks down the street not in the yards down the street to go down to the lake and then she'll walk back up and spend time in the yard and Mm -hmm. then get back out on the street and walk the other way and we think it's the same one because she's always by herself and yeah uh so it's been just kind of neat got a new bird feeder so we're hoping some some birdies will uh come to our yard and yeah uh stuff so just
1: enjoying nature enjoying nature that's right
0: and uh, we've got a collect to start us all out with this morning. So Actually,
1: mm-hmm. uh, along those same lines, I was thinking this morning, it was interesting, and I can't see who's on with us, and I can't see any comments for some reason, so... That
0: might be good, because you get distracted.
1: Yeah, so if you're saying good morning and we don't call you out, uh, good morning, everyone. Good
0: but, morning. Please check in. Yeah, we'd like
1: you to check in and make mm-hmm. a comment, just even if you say hi or hit a heart or or do something, just so we know that you're with us and participating. And if you feel like sharing this video, please do, because that's how we get the word out to yeah. people. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting to think that when we started this back in, what, March or eight, March, March of last yeah. year... We started on the front porch, and then we moved inside because of the summer and the winter, and then now we're in the kitchen, and it always makes me think of that old analogy of you Uh, know church being like, you want to be the front porch, and then you want to welcome them into the living room, and then eventually you want people to feel like they're at home.
0: And that's in the kitchen.
1: And that's in the kitchen. That's where everybody hangs out. Well, here we are. We started in on the front porch then we moved to the living room and They've got, seen a
0: lot of our surroundings. Yeah,
1: so now we're sitting in the in the kitchen so you're part of the family the now. The inner
0: sanctum.
1: And this is where
0: the real happens.
1: Yeah, it is and I like what we're doing because uh, we're not having a traditional service you know we're not trying to you know i got to thinking that almost every denomination every faith uh they all kind of do the same thing we all have the same format of to some degree you know mm-hmm. we have we have greeters we have songs we have announcements you know just some people use different songs and Some people do readings, some people don't, but we all kind of follow the same format. Isn't that interesting? But yet we all think we're so different than one another because we think this different or that different. Well, you're in our kitchen now and we're sitting down and having a cup of coffee and we're just kind of talking plain truth. I mean, we we want to talk real life, so... Mm -hmm. um, Welcome. Uh, we're doing communion today. Did we are doing that?
0: communion. I did not mention it. So, um, you know, while we're talking and sharing with you, you know, mm-hmm. we're in our kitchen. Go to your kitchen and and uh, get something to uh, celebrate the Eucharist with us. Yeah. Um, so I I have uh, gluten free crackers and I've got some Lacroix, mm-hmm. and it, we're going to bless it and sanctify it. Yeah. So it's not about the actual. Elements. It's about it's about um, uh, the sanctification and um, taking in
1: uh, right. Christ. And all are welcome.
0: All are welcome.
1: You don't even have to be a member of our church nope. to participate in communion. I did want to mention really good friends of ours, uh, Rich and Kathleen Linden and Valerie Anderson, who checks in from time to time. Uh, They're in. Um, warrensburg at central missouri state university but the rila academy starts and i've actually had the pleasure of being a counselor a couple years ago and i get to go back in a couple weeks and be a counselor for high school kids again so we want to keep them in our prayers because it's an amazing uh camp it's called the rila youth leadership academy Mm -hmm. and it basically gives kids an awesome exposure to servant leadership Mm -hmm. and and uh it it was an amazing experience for me so we're going to keep them in our prayers keep me in your prayers Mm -hmm. matter of fact well i'll be here that sunday because i don't have to go until the afternoon so i I won't be gone this year so that'll be good Mm -hmm. um and our hands and feet project was uh the trevor
0: Oh, Trevor project for mm-hmm. Pride month. I've got my my Pride t-shirt on, my yep. pops t-shirt. Um uh, yeah so we have treasure uh trevor prod uh, project.org and they um specifically try to help lgbtq youth especially ones that have been like kicked out of their homes mm-hmm. and ostracized given a place to live take care of them but i'm sure every community has something, something similar like i hope they do so if you've got some place in your immediate area please please yeah. do that and then also we need to re- remember the homeless mm-hmm. um in general um in the summertime um the the shelters are in great need of especially toiletries and always socks. Um, so uh, just you know, keep that in mind for your hands and feet project. Right,
1: because regardless of what you think or whether you think they deserve what they get or the situation they're in, uh, you know. Jesus called us to give and be compassionate. And so these are opportunities that we can give mm-hmm. and help people that can't help us back. Right. We can't do it. And in
0: doing back. so, we are actually ministering to Christ.
1: Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and kick things off with the collect.
0: All right.
1: Amen. Well, um, we've got an interesting topic this morning, and I, I posted it on the, the page about navigating the, the storms of of life because uh, the scripture I want to look at uh, to open up with, we have a few scriptures mm-hmm. today, so hopefully if you have... Uh,
0: we'll rein it in because we've got communion. Yeah,
1: we, we can't dwell too long on any of it, but the, the scripture that I wanted to start off with was in the Gospel of Mark, And uh, it's in chapter 5, 21 through 43. So this is the word of the Lord this morning. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him, and he was by the sea. Then one of the leaders of the synagogue, named Jairus, uh, came. And (laughs) when he saw him, fell at his feet and begged him repeatedly, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her. So that she may be made well and live so he went with him and a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him and now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for 12 years she had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and she was no better but rather grew worse she had heard about jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak for she said If I but touch his clothes, I will be made well. And the rest of the story goes on that Jesus felt power go out of him. And he turned and he asked who it was. And she came forward and told him what happened. And he said, woman, your faith has made you well. Well, while he was still speaking, some people came up to the leader and said, your daughter's dead. Why trouble the teacher any farther? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the leader of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And then he took just a handful of people, went in.
0: His top three, his closest inner circle.
1: The daughter was healed, Mm -hmm. raised up from the dead. Mm -hmm. But I'll leave it off at that because Jesus said, Do not fear only believe this is the word of god for the people of god and we say thanks
0: be to god
1: thanks be to god so
0: we're going to do the responsorial psalm
1: yeah we can do that now because that ties in with it
0: all right so the responsorial psalm for this morning is taken from psalm 30 um the response is i will praise you lord for you have rescued me so it does go well Uh with that Okay, so and it starts out with that. So let's say together, I will will praise praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. Together, I I will will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. me. Sing praise to the Lord, you His faithful ones, and give thanks to His holy name. For His anger lasts but a moment; a lifetime His goodwill. Mm. At, at nightfall weeping enters in, but with dawn rejoicing together. Oh. I will praise Praise you, Lord, Lord, for you you have have rescued rescued me. me. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You changed my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever will I give thanks to you. Together, I will will praise praise you, Lord, Lord, for you you have have rescued me.
1: me. Amen. Amen. So I'm reading this story, and you think, why is the woman with the issue of blood... In the Bible. Why why did they bother to record it? Because it has nothing to do with heaven and hell, um, being right or wrong. Um, it really didn't have anything to do with Jesus. This lady just came up behind him and touched him without him even knowing anything about right. it. Uh, but if you look at the story, uh, it's a a bad thing just happened to a person. The, this woman had an issue of blood. She was hemorrhaging for twelve years. She couldn't be healed.
0: Lost all her money um, at the hands of doctors, which made her even her condition even worse.
1: So you have Not this. Demoralizing. You have this woman, and it sounds like she might have been a widow. We mm-hmm. don't know. It doesn't say. But anyway, in the Jewish society, she was kind of the low person on the totem pole, and. Yeah. Social she rankings. wasn't even
0: allowed to be out in public,
1: right? Because she was, she was unclean. bleeding, she
0: was unclean. That was a huge risk for her.
1: So you have this woman that a bad thing had happened to, yet she was a child of Israel. She was a covenant person. You know, she was a person that God loved mm-hmm. and God cared for, and that and that Jesus came for. And then you juxtapose that with. Uh, with Jairus, and here's a yes. leader of the synagogue. He's a man of reputation and uh, and probably wealth, and yet he too came to Jesus and asked for help. He said, "He they both had heard about what Jesus had been doing, and." They came and and sought Jesus' help. And
0: Jairus was risking everything as well. He was risking his whole reputation. He Mm -hmm. was a leader of the synagogue. He was like top man on the totem pole as Mm -hmm. far as society was concerned. So he could have lost everything.
1: So you've heard, I wanted to address a myth then this morning because all of what we just said I think conjures up a lot of images and a lot of thinking and we have some pre-programmed thinking sometimes that go along with this. And you've heard it said a hundred times that bad things happen to good people.
0: Mm-hmm. Or why do bad things why happen do? to well, good people? Yeah. Books have been written about it.
1: Yeah, and I and I think that's a misnomer. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to address. Because what the Bible talks about is bad things just happen. Just happen. And... Uh, So this morning, I didn't necessarily want to... I didn't want to get into doctrine or or correct thinking, and I know a lot of times we really tend to approach these things analytically Mm -hmm. as far as, well, this is what the Greek says, and this is how we need to think right, and sometimes I think we get into some spiritual bypassing when it comes to this, because we just have a pat answer for something, and... Mm christianese Uh, christianese and the saying i just mentioned bad well bad things happen to good people well bad things just happen to people in general in general yeah and uh
0: the rains come on the just and the unjust the bible says right it's um it's who we trust in in and through those times That makes all the difference. And
1: that's exactly what I wanted to focus on this morning is I'm not interested in why things happen, Mm -hmm. but how we respond. Yes, And I think that's what the Bible is interested in is how we respond. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why the story of the woman and Mm -hmm. Jairus are in the Bible because it points out to you how they responded yeah. and who they came to for help mm-hmm. and the humility that it took, the yeah. courage that the it courage. took. Courage, yeah. Um, they were willing to lay that aside and press forward into how they were going to respond to this. So yes. you wanted to read the Book of Wisdom?
0: Yes. Um, the Book of Wisdom um, is in the Catholic Bible, which was um, everybody's Bible for hundreds of years. Um, so, you know, Catholics and non-Catholics alike, this would Mm have been part of their holy scriptures. Um, So this is from the book of Wisdom 1. God did not make death, nor does he rejoice in the destruction of the living. For he fashioned all things that they might have being, and the creatures of the world are wholesome, and there is not a destructive drug among them, nor any domain of the netherworld on earth, for justice is undying. For God formed man to be imperishable, the image of his own nature he made him. But by the envy of the devil, death entered the world, and they who belong to his company experience it mm-hmm. so we experience death um when we separate ourselves from god mm-hmm. uh, saint paul says the wages of sin is death in romans six twenty three, and just as through one person sin entered the world and through sin death and thus death came to all everybody's going to mm-hmm. die, but what they 're talking more about is a spiritual death, the spiritual death that comes from um, from sin, which and when, when we 're talking about sin, it really is. We're missing the mark. We're separating ourselves mm-hmm. from God. Um, very first word. This is from um, Father. I love his name, Pacomius Mead, mm. O.S.B. He's right up here in Conception Abbey, but he says the very first words of the Book of Genesis talk about how God created everything that is. What was? What was there was without shame and formless, or without shame and, or without shape and void. Genesis 1-2. The original Hebrew words for this void were the same used for the gods of the pagan peoples. The later Israelites lived among what we translate as idols. So... They say that the idols, the Hebrew people say that the idols are without shame, uh, without shape, formless, void. They're nothing. Um, Anything that is evil, that is less than from God, is always an abscess. And I'm like, oh, that must be a typo, abscess. Let me finish that sentence first. Anything that is evil that is less than from God is always an abscess, an absence of life that slowly kills. I looked up an abscess. Mm-hmm. It's really disgusting. I don't recommend it because they put pictures on there. It's basically when bacteria enters like a little cut, and then what happens if it doesn't heal, it starts killing the tissue around it, and then forms an abscess or like a pocket for pus. So the Bible is likening that to what sin does to us. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you know, Adam and Eve sinned, in the Genesis story, um, they, told, they were told they would die well, they didn't die right away. This is what God was talking about. Um, So anything that is evil, that is less than from God, is always an abscess, an absence of life that slowly kills. So it is then that we experience death when we accept the no God instead of the Lord.
1: Hmm. Amen. And that brings us to the next um, popular saying or thinking is, is we have to address... Did God cause or did God allow? And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Yes. Um, do we cause and allow things to happen? You know, as far as allowing the no God, are we, in a sense, allowing that to happen? One of the scriptures for this week that is Lamentations, and it's the prophet of Jeremiah, and it's, you know, talking about the time when. Uh, Israel was going after other gods mm-hmm. and and not choosing God, and
0: over time it was slowly killing the nation of Israel. And
1: the weeping prophet Jeremiah yeah. <laughs> was just bemoaning and just lamenting, is like you know, turn back to God because this is going to happen. Well, then the the Babylon, con- you know, conquer Babylon conquered the nation and took them into exile, and um, so. An interesting scripture, and I chewed on this for quite a while this week. Um, It's in Lamentations 3, 21 through 33. So with that in mind, listen to these words. This I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord Mm -hmm. never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. There's a song about that. Yeah, there is. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Mm -hmm. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul that seeks him. And then it goes on to say, um, for the Lord will not reject forever, although he causes grief he will have compassion according to the abundance of his steadfast love, for he does not willingly afflict or grieve anyone. And I looked up several translations of causes grief, and basically that's what it means, causes grief. One other definition of the Hebrew word is just simply to grieve, and it almost it gave me the picture of like, knowing the story you know israel is going after the no god and the, and the sin has kept crept in and like a disease and took them away and yeah. god was imploring them to come mm-hmm. back and then so when you when it says he causes the grief another definition is he grieves with you yeah. and so he's grieving with you at your loss mm-hmm. And this is an example of us then basically causing our own demise Uh, because God's grieving with us. But then he then turns around and says, the prophet says, those who seek him and wait on him and trust in his mercies, um, they'll be rewarded. And God is wanting to have compassion. So, um, one thing I wanted to address with people is uh, given this scripture, you know, if you're looking to blame, uh, whether you're blaming God or blaming others or even blaming yourself, um, I th- I'd say your heart and your faith are pointed in the wrong direction. And that's what we wanted to talk about. Um, today and then you we the the scriptures and psalms mm-hmm. uh, you read 30 and you know there's another song at psalm and psalm 130 and he says i wait for the lord my soul waits for mm-hmm. him in his word is my hope mm-hmm. uh, my soul waits for the lord more than watchmen in the morning oh israel wait for the lord for with the lord is mercy with him there is plenteous uh redemption and yeah. so all of these point us to the fact that we set our minds and mm-hmm. our words on hope yeah and hope in the lord and and i we're gonna touch on it towards the end but um you know we want to like the woman of blood she mm-hmm. said with the issue of blood she said She said to herself, if I only but I heard what Jesus did, and if I only but touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. Um, And that's where we need to set our mind and our hope is that if we find ourselves in a bad situation, uh, which everybody, everybody does. So you you can put the blame on God, or you can understand that in God is your hope and redemption, you can put your blame on others but again that's wasted faith and mm-hmm. effort you need to put your hope mm-hmm. on god um and then like Jay Iris, you need to have patience yeah. and and wait and mm-hmm. hope and i think that's key because we're always looking for a quick fix mm-hmm. and then we get into these mind games of blame and yeah. um uh, Uh, But but Jairus demonstrated patience and Jesus said, he looked at him and said, don't fear, Mm -hmm. only believe. Mm -hmm. This really looks bad and the news you're getting is horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I want you to not fear. I want you to believe yeah. and trust. Job and, went
0: through this too. You know, and his friends tried to say, you know, well, you must have some secret sin or right. something. And how many, I don't know about you guys, but I have heard that many, many times oh, yeah. in our previous church experience. And it was never pointed at themselves, but it was usually pointed at somebody else when something bad happened that they couldn't explain mm-hmm. with their theology Um, and that doesn't do anybody any good and it's not the truth
1: right and and the danger of having a thinking process of that god caused this Mm -hmm. is that if you think god caused something you're not going to trust that god will fix it or save you and you're going to just basically be frozen like Mm -hmm. a deer in headlights Mm -hmm. and you're going to think something incorrect like well god did this to teach me something or you're going to listen to bad theology of well this person died because god wanted them in heaven or he needed a new angel um thinking like god caused it is going to paralyze you, yes, and you're not going to act in faith like Jay Iris and the woman with the issue of blood, or you blood. won't.
0: You won't trust God. You will still be afraid of God, which mm-hmm. is Christ came to set us free from fear and fear of God because we were taught wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Where well, you've got to remember that even with like the Old Testament prophets and um, they were, they were under the knowledge um, that they had at that time and experience that mm-hmm. they had at, the, at that time. And then Jesus came and he's like, no, God isn't like that. This is what God is like. And Jesus was our perfect um, image, right? Uh, mirror reflection, uh, the exact express image of God. So that's right. what we can trust.
1: Yes. And so, again, I don't think
0: Jesus put anything, any diseases on anybody no
1: not at all so we set our minds and our words on hope and that's what all of these old testament scriptures even in the face of this lamentations of god caused this grief we still get this encouragement that he's he's grieving with us Mm -hmm. and yet he's the one that is promising his mercies so even in situations where we do mess up, and God brings it to our attention, we still have the hope of His mercy. Right. And so, my question to you this morning is: um, you know where where are you at when when the rain falls? You'd mentioned earlier it's in the New Testament mm-hmm. that the rain falls. Jesus said the rain falls on the just. And the unjust. It's
0: just life. The
1: rain fell on the rich leader of the synagogue, the religious person yep. who dotted all his I's and crossed his T's correctly and mm-hmm. did everything the church Followed. wanted. Yep.
0: All the rules. The rain
1: fell. Yep. And if you're a person that's been in church for for your entire life, you can relate to what I'm saying. Yep. The rain falls. Yep. Yep. Uh, and that'll be the first thing that you get angry and question is like, well, why me, God? I've deserved well, this. We
0: have we have friends. We have friends that um, her husband recently, um, the beginning of the year, um, died of complications of COVID. She didn't get COVID, um, but her theology that makes her okay with life says that well that didn't count she still believes that you know she can't get covid and she's protected from covid and i'm like well what about your pastor husband do you remember that he did die from complications of covid Mm -hmm. so we play a lot of mind games to fortify you know this this fortress and um i think god it doesn't do god justice Mm -mm. it doesn't do you or me any favors to believe lies um, and the Bible tells us the truth yeah life happens God isn't allowing it God isn't causing it but he is in it with us
1: exactly and that truth alone I know has set a lot of people yeah a lot of people free because what we do is we we get tied up in these mental, anguishes yeah. of well I'm supposed to believe this and I'm supposed to think this but it really pisses me off and I'm I can't be <laughs> that way but so you have to where are you at when the rain falls you yeah. know earlier this week I read the parable of the 10 virgins and mm. some were prepared and some weren't and we tend to just wrap that up in a neat bundle and think oh well that's talking about the rapture oh you know some are going to get raptured some aren't oh no that's talking about the impending judgment that you know some are going to be ready for god's judgment but really just think of it when the rain falls are you prepared you know is your foundation Mm -hmm. going to be one of Christ? and hope in God or is it going to be one of misinformation mm-hmm. mistrust is it going to be one of bad thinking um where are you at when the rain falls and there's kind of a, a progression to that you know it's like there's there's anger yeah <laughs> when the rain falls you get angry why'd you do this God mm-hmm. it's your fault I hate you uh, why or, me why me I'm a good guy yep. I do all this for yep. you I I I, I, do, I volunteer my time at the church, I give money, I'm a mm-hmm. leader in the synagogue, you know, all of these things, why me? And then there's this anger and you're you're angry at God uh, or angry at other people, mm-hmm. uh, but there's the anger. Then there's the, the blame, you know, you're starting to blame God. And that can be a negative angry blame or that could be a very pious theological, well, God did this. And obviously, so I
0: just need to accept it. I just
1: need to accept it. And, you know, obviously, I'm going to learn something. And so you're still blaming God. And that ends up eventually being that festering thing you, you still were have fear about. of god yeah.
0: you will still have fear of god and then
1: there's guilt we're really mm-hmm. good about the guilt thing in yeah. in the church we like to use guilt uh, to motivate people mm-hmm. and uh you know i think it'd be safe to say in life that that's one of those markers shame. if you mm-hmm. if you sense guilt or shame as a motivational factor mm-hmm. it's probably not the right spirit right um, and when, when, when I say guilt, you mentioned it, the, the demon chasing. You know, yeah. the, there's the times in your life where everything's a demon. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's uh, the devil or or there's a demon under here and he caused this. And, and that really leaves you to where you're not just honestly. Uh, you won't
0: be introspective. You won't take the time to really um, uh, seek. It's another spiritual bypassing.
1: It is. So you don't have yeah. to deal with it. Right. Right. Because there are situations to where when you do settle down and and tell your mind and your heart that you're going to have patience, you're going to trust in God.
0: You're going to wait wait on on the the
1: Lord. Lord. Uh, Yeah, that kind of gets you calmed down and then you're not just blaming the devil for everything. Mm -hmm. You're not saying, well, it's a demon or it's a spirit harassing me. Good, bypassing because you don't Take you don't it. deal with it. And the other thing guilt does is is gives you a hyper sin consciousness. I,
0: I prefer shame in this situation because okay. some guilt can be healthy. You know, when we've really done something wrong, you
1: mm-hmm. know, we need
0: to have that, that twinge of guilt. Shame is different. Shame mm-hmm. says that you are this negative right. thing. That's good.
1: And the, the hyper sin conscious. It's uh, the shoulds
0: whenever you should have done this should 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 that's my my big thing is like don't shoot on me it's Mm -hmm. you've got to recognize that
1: yeah and then you're looking for a sin under every rock Mm -hmm. and then you become very hyper projecting on other people and you get very judgmental it's like well they deserve this or you look at a homeless person you're like well he's probably a drug addict and he did this and he probably deserves it and you know what he do and you know, I got news for people in, in this economy today. We, we we think we live in this real prosperous nation. But if you look around, most even middle class people are one or two paychecks just away from on. disaster. Just we, we, for, if not for the grace of God, <laughs> you could be that guy sitting under we sure the bridge. Yeah. And yeah, you're one medical expense away yeah. from bankruptcy. Yeah. So you know yes we have a lot of opulence and convenience but yet if you really get honest we're all just a couple of Mm -hmm. paychecks away and the rain does fall and and it can fall and if you're one that's if you're one that's very pious and proud of like your holiness of what you do and you don't do this can be devastating for you because if the rain falls and you experience something. And you don't
0: have that ground. You're going to be devastated
1: because you're going to think, what did I do? Where did Mm -hmm. I miss it? Uh, You know, and then you're going to even start doubting. Well, am I even going to get into heaven? But that's a whole nother, uh, a whole nother topic. So where are you at? And this is maybe could be your focus. Uh, It could be your intention for communion is where are you at? Mm -hmm. Are you uh, prepared, Mm -hmm of the ten version or are you the not prepared when the when the issues of life come
0: yeah and and like um i heard this morning with the story of jairus um and his daughter and then the woman with the issue is where are you allowing christ to break through in your life i posted that next to our communion notice it's like i think that's a more positive way to look at it is is be on the lookout for where you need christ to break through in your life
1: and i think that is the key to any situation Mm -hmm. whether it's good or bad is if you get to the point to where that to me is waiting on the lord and trusting in the lord is like god where show me where christ can break through in new ways mm-hmm. and even more and you know what that is that's true repentance mm-hmm. when you hear repentance it's not a psychological woe is me i'm a horrible worm i'm a terrible person i'm gonna cry and and is it Sit pros- and pros-
0: don't even <laughs> try prostrate <laughs>
1: prostrate myself yes. um Uh, This is true repentance. And this is a time of... And it's
0: part of the good news is that we get to repent. And this is what we... Because we have such a good God that wants us to be washed clean and free in our mind, our our Mm -hmm. our thinking our emotions and that translates into health in our bodies and everything
1: and we are called to repentance totally changing our ways our way of thinking thinking, and doing speaking acting Mm -hmm. and declaring our full trust in god so whatever situation you're in now or in the future or in the past maybe um you can ask God where can I allow Christ to break through Mm -hmm. in this situation and then be humble and obedient and repent Mm -hmm. change your mind Mm -hmm. basically in the Old Testament God even repented it means he changed his mind
0: changed his mind
1: and so as we take communion today that's good news Mm -hmm. and I want you to reflect on that, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal that to you.
0: Amen. So hopefully you've uh, collected your um, communion elements. Here's our invitation. This is the table, not of the church, but of the Lord. It is made ready for those who love him and for those who want to love him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little. You who have been here often and you who have not been here long, you who have tried to follow and you who have failed, come because it is the Lord who invites you. It is his will that the table that sorry, it is his will that those who want him should meet him here, come to the table. When the hour had come for him to be glorified by you, Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he gave thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we rejoice in his gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that in your goodness and mercy, your Holy Spirit may descend upon us and upon these gifts, sanctifying them and showing them to be holy gifts for your holy people, the bread of life and the cup of salvation, the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant that all who share this bread and cup may become one body, one spirit, a living sacrifice in Christ to the praise of your name. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by Him and with Him and in Him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. So these are the gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on Him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. All who confess Jesus Christ as Lord are welcome to come to this table. Michael, this is the body and blood of Christ, broken and shed for you.
1: Thanks be to God. And Dawn, this is the body and blood of Christ, broken and shed for you.
0: Thanks be to God. Let's pray together. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us that we are living members of his body. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory now and forever, amen
1: amen amen well um, we hope you've uh, gotten something out of this I pray that you do and like I said I, I can't see any comments I don't know what's going on so All right. appreciate you being with us if there's anything we can be in prayer with you over uh, message us
0: um, uh, we need to be um, continuing in prayer for uh, Brian Owens yeah um, he got some really bad news this mm-hmm. week um, that um, the cancer had spread, which we were hoping it had not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what um, his treatment plan is going to be moving forward, but um, he could sure use our encouragement yeah. and hope and um, and prayers. Yep. So uh, be keeping Brian in your prayers this week.
1: Yep, I'm sure he appreciated it. So. Uh, Good night. Yeah, you, uh, you've got something to close us with. Going to finish with this,
0: uh, Pierre Teilhard de Chardin said. Above all, trust in the slow work of God. We are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. We would like to skip the intermediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown, something new, and yet it is the law of all progress that it is made by passing through some stages of instability, Mm. and that it may take a very long time. Above all, trust in the slow work of God, our loving vine dresser. Let's pray. You show up, Jesus, in the most unlikely places. Give us patience to wait and watch when we cannot sense your presence so that we may be ready to greet you where we are. Mm. Amen. Amen. Now may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness. Protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors.
1: Amen. Grace and peace. Grace and peace. And we'll see you next week. God bless.